Hello everybody, welcome to The Coaching Conversation. I'm Graham Wiley and I've been coaching business leaders for the last two decades. In this series, we're going to explore some of the things I've seen and learned in that two decades and hopefully help you see how you can become more focused, more effective and hopefully happier in your life. So, it's now time to sit back, relax and enjoy The Coaching Conversation. Hello, and in this edition of The Coaching Conversation, I'd just like to talk to you about the kinds of executives and organisation leaders that benefit from any form of coaching and mentoring. And over the years, this has seemed to me to become clearer and clearer as to the types of people that work well in this situation. Inevitably, people that come forward for coaching are either looking at it for themselves or they're looking at it for members of their team. And then when they're speaking to the members of their team, they're looking for people individually who are also looking to benefit from the program on a totally personal level. So that distills really the kinds of people that would benefit and enjoy coaching and mentoring program into the following descriptives. First of all, they're people who have a degree of ambition. They want to be something better. They want either their organisation to develop and grow or they want their own abilities to develop and grow. They're open-minded. They're ready to learn. They're curious. They're risk takers. They're prepared to try things that might just go wrong. At the same time, there are people who very much see this as not only a professional journey, but a personal journey. Many of the initiatives that they undertake, many of the goals that they set themselves, span both their private life and their business life, their professional life. The obvious one is work-life balance. There's no question that many times senior leaders find it very difficult to strike an even keel between the time and effort and stress that they put to their work compared to what they do for their family. And we help them with that, and it's been subject to a completely different edition of the Coaching Conversation And they can materially develop that. But that's the obvious one where it spills over between the two. There are others. For example, interpersonal skills. If if an executive is finding it really difficult to work with people, finding it very difficult to develop relationships, as you help them as a coach, as a mentor, to acquire the skills, develop the talent, take the risks, make themselves vulnerable with people in their relationships. They learn to do that both at work and at home. Equally, commitment to hard skills, whether it's commercial skills, whether it's negotiation skills, doesn't end at the end of the office. It often is a sort of thing that they can carry forward in their evaluation of things in their private life. 
whether it's buying a house, whether it's negotiating the purchase of a car, whether it's deciding whether their savings are working well for them, and so on and so on. And it can give them the kinds of perspectives that a more rounded individual benefits from. And so coaching and mentoring is often a key to developing more than is intent within the individual program. So what we see, therefore, is people coming forward for these kinds of programs are business leaders, business owners who really do continue to want to push themselves and their organisations. And in many ways, the push is really a pull. It's because they're really desirous of this. They really want it to happen. So it's not really hard work. And it's people who are willing to put not only the effort in, but to take the risks of learning and practicing something new. That's not a universal talent. That, they're not universal traits. Um, I'm sure if you're watching this, you're either a coach and mentor yourself. You may well be a former coachee who's checking out our credentials. Or you could be someone who's exploring coaching who's never used the service before. But either way, in business, in organisations, you will have met people with closed minds. You will have met people with very poor interpersonal skills. You will have met people who have very limiting views. People who see themselves as really the finished article when really that doesn't exist. And people who have opinions that they believe are right regardless of anybody else's opinion and therefore are not open to persuasion and are very difficult to deal with. They're not going to benefit readily from a coaching program or a mentoring program. And therefore, they won't come forward, or if they do, during our early stages of, of talking to them and getting to know them, would identify that and, and bow out gracefully from the opportunity. So coaching and mentoring programs accelerate personal development. When they're done with a number of people in a team, albeit on a one-to-one -one basis, it can be transformational for the overall performance of that team and therefore that organisation. And often that is in a, on a level that's unprecedented. In another edition of The Coaching Conversation, I'll probably share with you some of the experiences of those transformations, some of the experiences of those outcomes that I've seen and, and the coaches have seen, because I think it's very difficult to believe the scale of the change until specific examples are, are laid before you. But it is extraordinary. And the feedback that we get from our coaching programs is, is just wonderful. And it's very satisfying. It's very pleasing to believe that you've helped these people on their way in the period of time that you have. And many of our clients do come back to us afterwards for a, a new sessions, perhaps one or two years later on, longer sometimes. And they often involve other members of their team once they've been through the experience and have enjoyed it. And they can, they can identify talent themselves within their team and invite people to the programs. The kinds of people that don't benefit from this program I've already identified, but they also don't benefit from it 
if they look at it entirely around an ROI. Because this is a financial investment and it will pay back very quickly. But you're not going to join the dots up between a conversation about a person's interpersonal skills and their ability to sell to the next customer that comes along. You're not going to be able to work out that the conversation around commercial skills and learning how to understand financial positions and numbers, you're not going to see how that transfers into greater margins. It will do, but you're not going to be able to join the dots up that say, I had that conversation, I made that decision, therefore the coaching program has been paid for by X, Y and Z. It has to be an investment based on your knowledge of the individual, your trust of the individual's talent, your desire to get the very most from them and to help them do the same. It's got to be sincere. You, you've got to really want it. It can't be one of these shotgun weddings where they do this or else. It has to be very much a collaboration between the organisation and the individual. So there you have it. I hope you found that helpful. They are the kinds of people that we've seen benefit from coaching and mentoring programs. And hopefully you're one of them. So there you have it. The latest edition of the Coaching Conversation. I hope you found it interesting. I hope you found it useful. You can find out more about our coaching programs at theexecutivemindset.co.uk. If you want to reach out, you can send me an email at theexecutivemindset at sagegreen.com. You can book a free 30-minute session at theexecutivemindset.co.uk, which will give you a really good feel for how coaching could help you. And if you've really enjoyed the session, do please rate us, do please give us a review. And nothing more for me to say other than see you next time.